G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our review and rank series for Eurovision 2023. And today we're going all the way to Azerbaijan. Yes, one of our most eastern countries in the competition, if you discount Australia. Of course. I mean, <laughs> we could always be west if you go the other way. Who knows? But anyway, yes, one of our most eastern countries indeed. And look, they've, they've brought a lot to the competition since they debuted in the late 2000s. They were really a big powerhouse when they started. First six times in the top 10 every time, almost in the top three every time. Mm. And they won the contest with that hideous song they did in 2012. <laughs> but actually, in recent times, it's look, it's not been as great as it was. They've only made the top 10 once in the last eight attempts, including a non-qualifier from Cross My Heart in 2018, which I know you loved very much. Uh, so they have been starting to do okay, but not as well as they used to be. More the sort of teens area right now. So maybe a little bit more of a levelling out type of thing arrived with a bang and maybe they've kind of found their place. Yeah, kind of. They've definitely been in the teens, uh, but no worse than I think 20th in those 8 out of the 10. So when they're there, they're just kind of mid-range of a grand final and that's no um, bad place to be, let's be honest. Mm. So who do they have for us this year trying to make the grand final? Well, they have Taral Taran X with Tell Me More. Just call me back when you get this message, okay? Tell me more about me, you are. Tell me you love me, baby, more than I trust. And I just want to know, how do you feel about us? Tural and Turan X is an Azerbaijani musical duo consisting of twin brothers Tural and Turan Bagmanov. They are 22 years old and are from the northwestern city of Zakatala in Azerbaijan. Now, Tural and Turan X first appeared in schools and some events before they moved to the capital, Baku, to pursue their musical career. Now, Tell Me More is their first official single and they were an internal selection from the Azeri broadcaster ITV. Exactly, and it's kind of the first Azeri competition song that's been all Azeri. The artist, the composers, and everything, I think, since their debut, they normally get others involved, don't they? Yeah, it's been quite an eclectic mix for the uh, Azeris. They don't mind sort of, uh, how we just say, borrowing talent from other places when it comes to production and songwriting, etc. Exactly, so that's that's really good to see. And we have a set of twins again in Eurovision. God, they pop up now and again, don't they? They certainly do. All right, well, let's start talking about some of the pros of the song, and I'll start us off here. There's something really quite quirky and charming about this. I think this song, in a semi-final, particularly full of some really big, bombastic pop, I think that kind of charm and that quirkiness makes it stand out in its own way. There's just something just so likeable about the song and entry. Yeah, the way I've described it is it's very light and breezy, the feel I get from it, from the composition and also the production. Now, that is quite a big departure from what we usually get from Azerbaijan. We usually get some big dramatic entries with, you know, some powerful notes, etc. So this is a really nice change coming out of Azerbaijan. 
Exactly. And there's also a really nice retro sound to the song as well. This simple guitar strumming. And I think there's parts of the song that borrow from different genres over the decades. There's a lot of, I think, heavy 90s influence. There's all those little like lovely little songs that I really particularly enjoyed at the time. Sixpence None the Richer comes to mind. But then they have a particular chorus towards the end where to me it borrows even in the visual of the video a lot of the kind of 50s, 60s kind of boy bands of their time like the Beatles which is quite appropriate for Liverpool. So I think a lot of people will tune into that kind of retro sound. They'll like that. Yes, you're stealing all my talking points. There is a lot of very recognisable influences incorporated into this song. So you're right, pop from the 90s and 2000s, that Brit pop, among a lot of other stuff as well. So I think it gives the song a really good sense of familiarity and accessibility on a first listen. And I think that means there's a market for this song. We always say, where are the points coming from, particularly in a semi-final, who's going to vote? And I'd like to call this adult contemporary. Um, it might be something you'd hear on Double J in Australia, which is for the people around my age who used to listen to Triple J, the kind of youth alternative radio show. So I think there's some nostalgia that people will like from this song. Hmm, I totally agree. And I'm kind of almost circling back to your first point here. There is a distinct point of difference from everything around it in the competition. So I think there is something for viewers to hold on to, even with all the bombastic songs around it. All right, well, let's go to some of the drawbacks. Why don't you start, since I kept stealing all your points? Oh, yes, please, that'll be good. Now, this is another song where I think the positives we just discussed can also be the things that work <laughs> against it. Yep. Now, for example, I mentioned light and breezy feel to it. It could get absolutely stomped on because <laughs> in semi-final one, there is a lot of songs there that are high impact and will demand attention. So I'm just wondering if this comes as a little palate cleanser or this ends up being just a flat spot. Yeah, exactly. I literally, I wrote for my point number one, two words, stomped on. Uh, so you've covered that really well there. Now, I think it's a really lovely, nice song that people will really enjoy, but it might just be that nice. You don't want to be just nice at Eurovision. You need people to pick up that phone. Will they love it enough to pick up that phone with the nostalgia, with the point of difference it has? I think some will, but how many in this very uh, tough semi-final? Mm, yes, I'll agree with that one. Now, to garner attention, Azerbaijan usually do some very, very impactful staging. Now, they, even last year's big ballad, I thought they staged that very, very well. I'm not really sure how much drama you can pack into this song in a staging sense. So unfortunately, I just can't see an impactful staging coming up for this one. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes simple can be good with staging. And I kind of am a bit confused how you would stage this. Mm. Like if suddenly we were the creative directors of Azerbaijan, yeah, I think this would be a struggle because do you go super simple? Do you try and play around with it somewhat? I don't know. I, I find that a bit confusing about what they'll do. But I think regardless, it can't go big like you said, and it can't compete with the others, and it shouldn't. So I don't know. Maybe it should go simple, but I think there's a danger there too. Yeah, it doesn't strike me as a song you could uh, place a large narrative on the staging or anything like that. It has to be about the two boys and the kind of story of the song. So I'm expecting cute little animations or something to happen. 
I'm also going to say here, with the obvious retro influences packed into this, I think the song can come across as not the most modern thing I've heard, plus also not the most original thing I've heard either. So perhaps that may not work for it in a jury sense, if it was to get to the grand final, and also for that tally vote sense as well. I'll, I'll slightly disagree. I mean, the sound isn't original, the genre is not, but I think the song itself, I think it has a really interesting little structure that you like on first listen and you've kind of got that spoken rap bit, you've got the little almost like radio sounding thing at the start, and then you kind of got the different takes on how they present that chorus. So I think they've borrowed its genre in its own original way. So mm. maybe I slightly agree and slightly disagree. Yes, because what you just described sounds like a complete <laughs> mess, Dale. That's what it sounds like. Well, it sounded original, I reckon. <laughs> now, I'm also going to put here the obvious lack of genuine stage experience. This is the guy's first single. They haven't really been doing massive gigs. They were street performers, etc. So... I'm a little bit worried how they're going to handle the situation. This isn't just any old TV show. You're in front of the entire world here in the biggest music competition in the world. So I'm really interested to see how the boys handle that. That's a really good point, actually. Yeah. Well, as always, Dale, it isn't just about our views on these songs. It's also the views of the Aussie Vision team and what have they thought of Azerbaijan. Well, the team, when ranking first to 36, as we don't include Australia, have ranked Azerbaijan in 26th place. Mm, okay, so towards probably the lower third. I'd like to put it as in making the grand final by a whisker if we were just looking at the 36 songs, mm. but we know they're in semifinals. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. I didn't really think this was going to be a top 20 song. I just don't think it's got the big power and impact that perhaps some of the others do. It had two top 10s, but both of those were 9th and 10th. It had three last places, which is actually quite a lot for the 21 people we know their votes from here. And it also had three 11ths. So I know that whole liking thing, the ones that have really gone for it have been 9th, 10th, 11th, and 11th, and 11th. So Mm. that's not the kind of songs that people generally often pick up their phone for. That is correct. All right. So who are we hearing from the team on this one? We're going to hear from Fleur and we're going to hear from Hayley. Azerbaijan, mixing it up. Now, who thought they would have gone on this indie pop direction? For years, they've been serving us power pop. More hits and misses, but I really welcome this change because this is the sort of music that I prefer to listen to outside Eurovision. This is simple, it's stripped back, and it's subtle. But it's also low-key effective because you find yourself humming this at random moments. Well, I do anyway. However, I also think that this has very little chance of even coming close to winning. If this gets to the final, I can see the juries rewarding this somewhat because it is very radio-friendly. The televotes will be its downfall. But I don't care. Azerbaijan has given me a song that I absolutely love and I want to see more of it. I never thought in a million years that I'd be rating a song from Azerbaijan this high. What is different this year is that it feels genuine and authentic, not the manufactured pop we're used to. This song may be paired back, but I find it sweet and it's very easy to listen to. The three minutes goes quite fast and I don't get bored listening to it. The song transitions well through the different parts, starting with almost a Beatles retro sound, moving into rap, back to the retro sound, and then there's the guitar towards the end. The twins also have a bit of dorkiness about them and people may find that endearing. 
putting myself in the shoes of someone that only watches once a year, there will definitely be people that vote for this because it really stands out. Well, some great comments there. And one thing I will pick up on, easy listening comes up. So this is something that I think does flow over people and they just kind of enjoy what it is. And also that element of surprise that Azerbaijan aren't sending that big power pop sound. So again, acknowledgement that they've gone for something a little different. Yeah, exactly. I think they raise a lot of good points there. Though I must say, Fleur saying it's very radio friendly. I think it was um, maybe in 1999. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'd hear it modern radio today, but you know what? Fleur, great taste as always. I I like your points. Yes, excellent points there. All right, rap and rank time, Dale. I'll kick us off on this one. Look, I find this a very interesting choice of entry by Azerbaijan. Now they've gone something completely different than they usually do in the past and for me there's a degree of courage in that so I applaud that. The song itself is very pleasant and I'm using inverted commas there and that usually sickens me to the core. However maybe the familiar musical references here is what makes me a little more receptive to this than I normally would be. I really don't mind this at all. I can't say I really seek it out but I certainly don't skip it when it comes on. I've ranked Tell Me More 24th out of the 36. Oh, 24th. That's a bit harsh. No, not really. It's above the team, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, just ever so slightly. But okay, well, fair enough. You were just saying nice things about it. So I was expecting maybe a little higher, but fair enough. I guess it's maybe just something, as you said, pleasant for you. Mm -hmm. It just hasn't pushed its way past some of perhaps the more bombastic ones. All right, Michael. Look, I adore this song. I really liked it from the first listen. And now I just can't stop listening to it. And I do seek it out. It's definitely singing to me. I definitely think it is playing to an era that I particularly loved. You know, it was probably late teenage years and that's the kind of songs that often stick with you for the rest of your life. And I think that has um, definitely done it here. But it's also the song itself. It is catchy. It is sweet. And it's just really lovely. And I just can't help singing along to it, remembering it, wanting to hear it all the time. Look, I think it is a little niche. I think the audience for it will be a little niche and I am very worried about how it will go, but I'm just going to enjoy it nonetheless. I love it and I've ranked it eighth. Eighth? Eighth. Top 10? Yes, top 10. Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> this really has resonated. And probably climbing. Oh, geez, this really has resonated yeah, with you. Yeah, it really has. Like, would, you, would you be gutted if it like really no. bombs in the semi-final? No, because I, I'm realistic. Like, let's be honest, this is not going to qualify. But I just really love the song. And they'll probably, God, God knows what they're going to be like live, but I don't care. It's just sometimes you get this song that just eats away at you. And I was just like, this is the one I seek out. In my Spotify listening habits, it's my third most played Eurovision song in the last four weeks. Wow. I knew you were keen on this, but maybe not that keen. Yeah, top okay. 10. Ooh, good stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, we have very diverse opinions on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, look, that was a um, bit of a difference in our rankings there. Mm-hmm. And um, I really like it. And I love the fact that Haley and Fleur, who are around my age, also really like it there. So there is a market somewhere for it. Possibly. I guess we'll see how well it goes in Liverpool. All right. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. See you later. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.